0: Hello and welcome to Best Sellers. I'm
1: Maddie and I'm Tyler. That was really good. <laughs> we didn't overlap. We at didn't all. overlap. We didn't forget. <laughs> we didn't make a joke where we were. We didn't spill our drinks. We we're reading Colleen Hoover this week. This week. Yes,
0: we're reading <laughs> Colleen Hoover. Um, I was a Colleen Her- Hoover virgin. Same. This was my first experience. I've been kind of meaning to for a while to read her. And then now everyone's kind of like, oh, she's bad. And I didn't really know why. And now I do. Um,
1: So anyway, I'm glad the podcast kind of brought us around to reading it. Yeah. Should we give them some basics on both the book and the wine that we're drinking? Um, So we read Verity by Colleen Hoover.
0: Um, which is a lady thriller. A lady thriller? I mean, I don't think that is the technical <laughs> name. But just a book with a female protagonist? Or shout are there out other to my friend Shannon who consumes a lot of them? They're just kind of like female forward like, you know, a lot of it's like who did you know <laughs> a husband's dead. Did the
1: wife do it? You know, that kind of stuff. So are the main qualities of a lady thriller that a woman is committing murder, or a oh. woman wrote it, or it's for women.
0: I can't answer that. I'm not the foremost authority, but I just need know phone a friend. it's a genre <laughs> of, like, kind of pulpy fiction. Not always popy. Popy? In this case. Pulp. Like,
1: like the pope. Religious <laughs> female fiction.
0: <laughs> no! Okay, take back everything I said. Um, and the wine we're drinking is
1: called vertigo vertigo it's a re-sling it starts with a v so we thought it would fit
0: well not just because it starts with a v <laughs> but also because vertigo is a thriller about is women it a lady thriller though
1: so a lady thriller
0: yeah hitchcock loved a lady thriller and respected women deeply um there's more to vertigo than that but <laughs> that's what i remember even though i wrote definitely wrote essays about it in college but here we are here we so, are um Should I give the brief overview?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I have some basics. We can we can dive right into it. Either way, Um, okay. I I'll start. I'll start, and then you can jump in. Yes. Uh, The very brief uh, research that I did on the book. uh, This book was published in December seventh, twenty eighteen, independently. Which is um, crazy because Cullen Hoover's already was like a
0: best-selling author at this point. No. Yeah.
1: And Well, she was, and yeah. so she even, at the very back of this book in the Acknowledgements, she has a little note where she mentions this. Uh, her books are normally published by Atria, which is a subdivision of Simon & Schuster that mm-hmm. I think focuses on romance books, but she mentions in her Well, it's no wonder they wouldn't fucking publish it. It's not oh, a romance well, book. Well, exactly! So her publisher, and I, I don't want to, like, create any rumors, but I'm gonna... Her publisher refused to publish this book. She didn't say why, but she's very sort of diplomatically says, Oh, my publisher gave me the opportunity to explore new waters by by not publishing this mm-hmm. book and letting me publish independently. So thank you to my publishers. I guess it was probably nice of them to like, you'd think that would be forbidden by her
0: contract. To like well, sell right. public. So I guess that's nice of them.
1: So well, maybe that's why she was like, she's trying to like smooth it over. But I thought that was really interesting. But after reading the book, I know why. It's because it really wasn't, it wasn't a pure romance, I think, in the same way that some no. of her other books are. Definitely not.
0: And from what I've heard about her other books, they maybe aren't either.
1: Well, and can I tell you, uh, so I have a friend who, a friend of a friend who works in porn, um, and he has had an idea, I hope this is like not giving away his idea, don't go off and do this because he's already on it, but he had an idea to basically... Uh, make a genre of porn where you're telling an actual story, like a murder mystery, but in the scenes where the characters might normally have sex and you would cut away, you just show the sex. And so it's like an actual thriller Mm -hmm. with, like, sex scenes kind of built in. That's what this book felt like to me. Yeah, (laughs) kind of felt like a... Novel. Yes. I don't know if I can say the name of that. Um, We'll bleep it out. But,
0: (laughs) again, the company I work for makes games um, that are often like that. I mean, you know, romance novels can tend to be like that. Um, but yeah, we a lot of times it'll just be like, we're solving a mystery and then it's like, you want to fuck? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it felt very weird in this book where it was like totally bizarro tones where it'd be yeah. like, I feel like the romance she writes, maybe it sounds like it deals with, maybe poorly deals with a lot of abuse. Um, but also it has a very like rom-com Vibe to it, and
1: then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like dark, dark thriller. Yes, and then like dark, dark sex. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, well, their sex was pretty boring, honestly. It was pretty much copy and pasted the whole time, but it's definitely yeah. different tonally than. It like, was boring. It was vanilla sex, except they bit the headboard. Well,
0: <laughs> which just seems like it would hurt your teeth. Well, that just tells me that I don't think this author has sex. um She definitely at the beginning of the book. Again, don't know what her other books are like, but it kind of wrote me the wrong way Um, the main character is like I once had a boyfriend who was like into kink and he he was bad and scary and I was like well that's that's kind of a misrepresentation of kink and And also the kink that he was into was light choking it was like light choking it was like it sounds like it was you know communicated and consensual and like you're kind of shaming him for that she was like not my thing but like hey I mean good for it anyway she was like thank god I didn't end up with him I'm like
1: well it wasn't for you well she she brings it up multiple times in the book too where she was like she was like man you know I might be in the middle middle of this murder investigation but at least I'm not with that guy that lightly choked me (laughs)
0: weird he's not like a plot point he doesn't come up again the only reason I can think of that it comes up again but I think this is maybe giving Koho too much credit Coho, yeah, is that it's supposed to highlight the fact that like spoiler, she does end up with someone who is actually capable of choking. Okay, that's kind of good. You
1: get it. I get it. <laughs> Was this book good? I think to come to some conclusions okay um anyways so this book was published independently mm-hmm. it is in development to be made into a movie with amazon but yeah those are the those are basics so i'll give a brief overview of the, the plot
0: um so <laughs> this is my self-written one just so you know uh small time suspense author Loen ashley and i wrote lol because ashley is spelled um the, the pinterest way <laughs> A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. Is hired by a handsome man, Jeremy Crawford, to write the rest of his wife, Verity's very famous book series, after she's incapacitated in a car crash. Um, Also, two of his three children have died. And (laughs) she says, seems fine, I'll go live with them, And... While she's doing research for these books going through all her documents, she finds a memoir of Verities in which she describes being a very bad lady and being obsessed with Jeremy and then, like, wanting to kill the children and, and then eventually loving one of the twin girls. And then, again, I'm going to spoil her, maybe murdering the other one. And then... They have also uh, another kid. <laughs> <laughs> Whose name is Crew. Whose name is Crew. The, the kids' names are Chastin, Harper, and Crew. I was yes. like, Chastin, like, like Mary Pete. Is it Chastin? 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 I think it's Chastin. Uh, anyway, so she very, very, very slowly reads this memoir and simultaneously falls for Jeremy and becomes convinced that Verity is... She's upstairs the whole time. I was like, um, Yeah, did you mention <laughs> the, the
1: big twist? <laughs> she's
0: She's upstairs the whole time. And uh she kind of slowly comes to realize that She may or may not be fully aware yeah, of. Which I think is things. the most interesting like thriller element of the book. Yeah. Because you're like, Oh, is she is she awake? Well, it's the, hard to tell because Loan, the main character, is really annoying. So you're like <laughs> is she right or is she just being annoying
1: well can we talk about this is a good opportunity to talk about um a part of the book that i hated which is one of my least favorite genres of books in general is books that are writers talking about writing oh my god yeah like like this girl is so into herself the entire book and i don't know if this is the author sort of but showing she's up like, on the page very but.
0: like I think we're supposed to identify with her because she's like I don't I'm really shy and I don't even know if I'm that good but she also <laughs> is like I'm actually really smart because I write thrillers and then she's so dumb like solving the actual yes. like mystery of the book she uh, one of my discussion questions is is Loan terrible at her job because <laughs> let me talk about maybe the most insane thing to me um, I'm talking about alone now as if she's an actual character person human um it was wild to me that she's supposed to go and like research to write the rest of
1: the series right she doesn't read all of the books before she goes
0: yes <laughs> like, yes crazy so this yeah. woman
1: verity is supposed to be like a prolific like think like yeah. james patterson type of an author and she's supposed to be yeah like the most the top of her field and like Lowen writes in the same field, has never read her work. Has never read her work, which, again, just speaks volumes to me about the kind of person that Lowen is, that she is like, mm, I'm a bad writer, but then maybe secretly thinks that she's better than everyone. Right. Because yeah. she's not reading anyone else in the genre. But anyways, yeah, she goes to this, to answer your question, she goes all the way to this house to in Vermont, which is a couple states away from where she's staying, goes all the way to this house in Vermont. <laughs> she's also, I mean, not to like... You know,
0: it, capitalism is a real bitch. But she's like casually um, got evicted from her apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really bad <with> money. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, she's like, like published a couple books. books. Like, like you're not like maybe move out of New York. <laughs> well, oh, okay. And then also, and then we'll get back to the question. But also, the whole reason she's living in this apartment that she can't afford is because her mom dies of cancer, and then she never brings it up again. It's like the only like her mom is kind of a
0: device in the book because lowen sleepwalks and she's like oh I guess my mom like never trusted me after I slept but that's never really developed
1: it's like mentioned it no. didn't need
0: to be there
1: at all well and I in my very brief research for this book I came across a reddit post of people complaining about this book and other Colleen Hoover books and this is something that Colleen Hoover apparently does she chooses very strange quirks for her main characters but she kind of just throws them in there and doesn't really try to work them in to the character development at all. One example, other than the sleepwalking thing, mm-hmm. in one of her other books, one of the devices that she used to tell, that she uses to tell the story is one of the characters is writing letters to Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> what? This is real. <laughs> what? So, like, and again, they just don't. And again, I've not read that book, so maybe maybe it does end up being relevant. But, like, strange quirks that just feel like they have no relevance to the rest of the story. Oh, my God. I know.
0: I mean, this podcast often ends up being, no matter what we're reading, we, we roast the author a little bit. I do think Coho probably deserves to be roasted. I will say, I really had a good time reading this book. I was, like, compelled, and I was like, I want to find out what happens. Um, but, anyway, back to bellow <laughs> and being
1: bad at her job yes um so yeah I'll answer the question okay which is I think she's bad at her job because she goes to Vermont mm-hmm
0: to she almost turned
1: down this like million dollar job by the way yeah because she's like I'm not good enough well it was it was but I'm not good enough but also she was like I don't want to do publicity she was like, I don't want to talk oh about God. the book. I don't want my name out there. I don't want to be super famous. Which, fine. But like, yeah, you're definitely really assuming everyone's gonna
0: love your books if you're like, I'm gonna be too famous. Well, again,
1: right, but... this is like she says, I'm so bad, but it's one of those things where like if you look underneath, like look at the writing between what's that called?
0: Look at the words. Read between
1: right. the lines. If you read between the lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she thinks she is great. Um but yeah, she goes to this house and she spends the majority of her time at this house, not actually reading the books that she's supposed to be reading, but reading this autobiography or that doing she comes any, across. Or you know, like, not looking at the notes for the yeah. other books. Um,
0: but the crazy thing is the only thing she does is read the memoir, very short memoir, but for some reason she doesn't just, like, she finds it the first night she's there. She doesn't just stay up all night reading it, which is insane because it's basically like, hey, I might have murdered all my kids. Stick around and find out. And then she's like, just one chapter for today. I'll put it down. I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> and every time she's kind of like, maybe I'll stop reading. or And like, oh, I guess I'll go back. I'm like, No, you read that. You sit down, you read
1: it. All in one sitting. Right. If It's insane. If you are in a house with a woman. Yes. Who has written this in an autobiography has basically confessed to maybe killing one of her children and trying to kill the other one you don't just put the book down and go to bed or and like go have dinner with the husband no like you, you finish that book and you like take pictures of it and you send it to the police to the police right yes and uh, <laughs> I
0: mean there's so many
1: things to discuss but like
0: uh, she's, she's like I'm so good at solving mysteries because she says that at one point I write suspense I know what you're gonna do um, it's like a flirty thing she says to Jeremy. But she does not, like, guess the ending of this book that is very predictable. The memoir, you're like, I, I'm i pretty sure it's going to end up with her, like, murdering her child. Um, and then uh, somehow Lowen does not kind of guess this. She seems, she's like, maybe I'll, she'll get better. <laughs> maybe she'll learn to love her children. <laughs> Wait, she holds out hope. Uh, she's really dumb. Wait. And... To be fair, so is Jeremy. They're match made in heaven.
1: Yeah, Jeremy is also a very flat character. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. if you asked me to describe any quality of him after reading the book, i I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. There was a lot of like, he handsomed handsomely. You know, like
0: I was like, <laughs> why are you all of a sudden in love with him? Like, he just seems to be being like kind of pleasant.
1: He's just being a nice man. Yeah. Like the book opens. With a very strange scene where she's walking to a meeting. Oh my god, yeah. Big, 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 big tr- trigger warning for this. Yeah. Um,
0: which, I guess, trigger warning for, like... Pretty much the whole Graphic book. death and car
1: accidents. Um, yeah, in this particular scene, I won't get into the gruesome details, but she's walking to work. And- but boy, will Colleen Hoover get into the graphic <laughs> details. I was so offended by this. I'm Continue. Truly, I think... This scene for me in reading it, it felt like Colleen had written this book and then she went back and she was like, how do I start this book in a more interesting way because I'm stuck? And she just threw a death in there.
0: It was so
1: gratuitous. I was
0: so angry. I mean, okay, so it starts off with the main character being splattered with blood because a man was hit by a car right in front of her on the New York street. I was really offended by this. I like know someone who died in this way and it was just like, and it's so, pedestrians, she also says something that is like his fault because he was looking at his phone and I'm like, it's never pedestrians' fault when they are killed by a, 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 like a roving death machine that is a car. Anyway, so I was just immediately kind of offended by this at the beginning of the book. Um, Do you think she did it, thought she was being clever because it ties into like the, like car crash later in the book, or do you think she was just trying to be shocking
1: i don't even think as much as I want to try to find ways to give Colleen credit because she's written a lot of books, and I part of me wants to think that she knows what she's doing. I feel like it would be a stretch to try to say that she connected this, or she was trying to connect this to a different part of the book. I truly think, and I think this about the ending, too, which we can get to, I truly think she wrote a version of this book, and she looked back at the first draft, and she was like, there's not enough action Mm -hmm. in here. There's not enough shock factor. How can I shoehorn in a couple of shocking moments to make this a little bit more engaging? That's what it felt like to me.
0: It was so, ugh, it was so disgusting (laughs) to me. They treated it like it was an inconvenience. Um, And then there's, like, that was one of the really jarring moments was when they went from that to, like, this rom-com moment of him being (laughs) like, oh,
1: I'll give you my shirt because you got human blood all over you. And this is where I was leading, was, like, we... uh, Jeremy is portrayed from the beginning to be, like, this really gentlemanly guy but if you really look at the moments closely, like, she got blood splattered on her on the way to a meeting. He pulls her into a bathroom. Well, she then went to the meeting. And she continues to go to the meeting. Insane. And, and then doesn't She's tell. She's telling man die. And she doesn't tell anyone what happened. She's like, it's fine. Like, she doesn't want to inconvenience anyone. Again, the woe is me factor. There was a lot of women not wanting to inconvenience men in this book. Which I think, and we can talk about this when we talk about the Colleen scandal, um, I think that's a big reason why people don't connect to her books. Yeah. Is there's a lot of negative portrayals of women mm-hmm. uh, and sort of them being meek and putting themselves in the back seat and uh, putting men first generally. We can get to all of that. Mm-hmm. But long story short, Jeremy is not an incredible man just because he takes off his shirt and gives it to somebody who got blood splattered on them. Right. And then it was like this sort of
0: meet cute. And then they show up to the meeting. She's like, I'm meeting someone. I don't know who like for this project. I don't know. Oh, it's Jeremy. He wants sort of write. They also never really explained. So anyway, that was, I was like, what a great way to start a rom-com if there was not a gratuitous death involved. Um, and then you're like, what kind of book is this? And it's kind of unclear. Um, Anyway, why did he want her
1: to write the book? That was, He was like, I read your book. I thought it was good. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> Well, because well, there was the twist, half which Colleen thought this was a twist. In the very mm. beginning, Jeremy goes into this meeting. He's the husband of Verity, and he's basically acting on her behalf and says, Hey, Verity is incapacitated. I'm not going to tell you why, uh, <laughs> but we're looking for somebody to write her books. You should come and write the books because Verity read your work. And it's in the same genre, and she likes you. But then halfway through the book, the big twist is he's like they're in the middle of like doing something sexy, and he's like, Faraday didn't read your book. <laughs> I did. I think that good." And then yeah. they have sex. <laughs> uh, he's
0: a real like book fucker. He's <laughs> anyway. Oh <laughs> no! Can I just say? Um... Wait, never mind. I'm confusing him with her ex boyfriend who she claims fell in love with her because her writing was so of her- bad. <laughs> have the quotes
1: written down oh i was God. gonna add so at one point jeremy is the same way because at one point this is a literal line from him right before they bang he goes oh no this is a flashback so he's talking about um verity here mm-hmm. his wife so verity writes something he finds the book he goes off to her and he goes your writing is going to make you famous your mind is incredible if i could fuck it i would <laughs> which to me just instantly
0: conjures an image of like But anyways, (laughs) so yeah, that,
1: uh, that was really distasteful. Um, I also want to add about her being distasteful and you can jump in if you disagree with me. But another thing that I found in my research for this book was there was a lot of people talking about how the death of her children are handled Mm -hmm. um, and her relationship with her children. And at one point she basically has two, like a twins and then like a third kid. Um, And she is close to one of her twins And then the other one she just does not connect with Because she had a dream when they were babies That one of them was killing the other one And she's held it against the baby forever Which feels very narcissistic But a lot of people online There's a sort of a dialogue about Whether or not this is shaming Towards mothers that can't connect with their kids right away Or sort of in are in postpartum depression Like did you get that sense at all? I did, I did kind of.
0: I mean, they definitely, like, establish upfront that she's, like, a psychopath. And so, but then they do kind of, like, not commit to that. And she's like, oh, I did love my other kid. And then I just didn't love the other one. so you're like, wait, is, they, like, sort of be like, oh, it was postpartum depression. And then I loved one. But then I didn't, still didn't love the other one. So it's was, like, kind of half psychopath. Right, right. Half she kind of, like, backtracked. Postpartum. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it was, like a bad representation of postpartum because I don't think it was a representation of that, but like, yeah, it's hard to say if it was defensive because it's, it was just kind of like a, a bad, um, like psychological profile. Yeah. (laughs) Like one that doesn't really exist, (laughs) which I guess is, you know, like it's a book. It doesn't have to be like a diagnosable thing, but I don't know. What did you think?
1: I don't know. I think it was, I think sort of what you're saying, which is that I don't love the fact that she backtracked. Like if you're going to make her evil, just make her full on evil. Yeah. Like she hates these two children. There's no rhyme or reason. She wants them dead.
0: Yeah. Like it was, I I think go back and forth because I mean, I think the whole thing is kind of just like shock value. Like there's a lot of stuff about like her trying to, trigger warning again, like abort the babies herself, which also I was like, why don't you just use birth control or get an actual abortion instead of doing these insane things? Because she uses, like, a, she uses a wire, which, like... Really gr- and then it, like, injures the baby, which I didn't... I didn't I think know, that was a thing. Was real, I don't know, but, like... Anyway, so it was really graphic, and I think it would be really hard for a lot of people to read, especially if they've, like, struggled with infertility or, like, pregnancy loss or, you know, loss of child or something. Um, but it's it is a thriller so i'm like what is the ethical you know boundary yeah. of like is this just like kind of sick or a, or is
1: it a compelling thriller and i don't really
0: know the answer
1: i know i know i i don't know i think what you were saying earlier makes uh, strikes me which is the fact that a lot of this feels like shock factor for the sake of shock factor rather than mm-hmm. trying to construct moments that are actually genuinely shocking like to use an example and you haven't seen it so I'm going to spoil it just a little bit if anybody has seen the beginning of Hereditary mm-hmm. um, there's a moment at the beginning of that movie that uh, involves a suicide that is very oh. violent and graphic and awful um, my
0: god why does he always have to do that in his movies just, I can't watch. So I can't dark. do
1: it it's hard to go into that movie so you'd have to brace yourself for that oh, I, thank you for telling me that because no one ever told me that
0: and I didn't know that happened in oh you know what I Midsommar. messed up. Oh, that was Midsummer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'm gonna try to it Hereditary this. also has some really bad moments to be to yeah. be clear, but at the beginning of Midsummer, they have this really bad suicide. Um, but yeah. that doesn't feel like shock factor for the sake of shock factor because that moment has a ripple effect through the rest mm-hmm. of the movie, and they actually grapple with the grief of that. Uh, a lot more deeply versus this which is feels like it's just used as a plot device yeah
0: oof god I, although I wish they would have trigger warning to that because I um, was really upset and I watched it alone and then I had to pause it no. and cry yeah.
1: oh no it,
0: it was really bad why um, do you watch
1: when you call me <laughs> was I live like, down the road
0: thank you <sighs> if that were today I think it was in 2020 <laughs> why would you do that we have a lot of Naughty. time on our hands <laughs> A lot of time on our hands <laughs> anyway, um, and we both love horror, so I'm like, we yeah. I feel like we have not that we're like equipped, but I feel like a lot of horror handles grief really well, yeah, and kind of finds even ones that maybe like are a little more dicey or <laughs> offensive in terms of their portrayal of mental illness, like um, what's that am I yeah. movie where it's The Village? No, the one where it's James McAvoy and he has a split personalities which is oh. not a real thing but, and it's like the kind of a made up version of that. It might literally be called Split or T- something. yeah.
1: But, yeah but that was a yeah. good movie
0: though. That <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people have issues with that b- portrayal of um, I mean, multiple personality disorder is not a real thing anymore it's called something else in Anyway, um... But I think what you're trying to say is that... <laughs> I think horror movies, <laughs> sometimes... Sometimes, not, d- d- maybe not this one that I'm giving the example of, but <laughs> even that was maybe a little bit better than this.
1: Sometimes they use uh, devices, mm-hmm. they push the button, or push the, the boundaries with certain devices to try to get to a point. Generally, they do a good job at it, I think, depending on the director or whatever.
0: I... That kind of ties into what I think is maybe the biggest discussion question of this book. Do you know what I'm going to ask? No. Um, okay, so... Oh, no, I'm losing my train of thought. We're on our third glass of vertigo. <laughs> We're having some vertigo. Oh, i got to hold on. i got to hold on to this thought. Okay, is it... Okay, one thing I think it, that makes it hard is that I think, like, having a sense of what Verity's actual personality slash personality disorder is would help us have a better sense of a what the mystery is and b what the actual answer to the mystery is okay so where i'm going with this is at the end after and we're just going to go ahead and spoil because it's hard to talk about without spoiling it basically eventually she's like which she should have done this immediately take your time she shows jeremy the memoir he's like ah no because the whole time he thought his wife was maybe a little crazy but um, not that she killed the children and then uh, so he strangles her (laughs) for a second you think it's going to end well I thought I wasn't sure if it was going to end because I was listening so I couldn't see how many pages were left but you're like is it just gonna end with her being like happily with Jeremy that's fucked up Oh, also there was a gross part where they had happiness? sex happiness <laughs> there was a gross part where they had sex while Verity's still alive and then she was like and I, and I curled up so that his cum would stay inside <laughs> me and I was like <sighs> ugh. I was
1: hoping he wouldn't bring that
0: ugh. up it was the no. worst <laughs> <Gross>. like <laughs> ugh. Like, if you're trying to get pregnant, sure. But, like, in that situation, it was weird and creepy no. as hell. Even
1: those of you out there that are trying to get pregnant, don't do that. I'll say it like that. That reminds it. me of The Big Lebowski.
0: <laughs> that was a moment that always scarred me <laughs> from that movie. Um, anyway, so she's now pregnant with Jeremy's child. And I guess crew is, they're like, sometimes he's in therapy. sometimes <laughs> And they go back to the house to, like, get stuff. And then crew the child five-year-old is like oh i gotta get all the drawings i left in mommy's floor and then i was like why this whole time god <laughs> so <laughs> so he she goes up there and she's like oh my god and in the floor is hidden some drawings and then also a letter from Which, verity
1: did they even explain the drawings
0: i think those were just his art just <laughs>
1: She was like I'm going to hide this because it's the bombshell of a letter and also your pictures cuz we kind to, to work out. on him. We got to find out. That, that he's an artist. He's an artist and that's the only twist. It's that, yeah, he's he's a prodigy. So <laughs> I'm
0: sorry I'm doing the worst job at explaining. I don't know I'm going this uh, just keep going. Okay. <laughs> Push through. So turns out she was in this letter she says You know, I hope you find this, Jeremy, and forgive me. I was like, why don't you just give him the letter? But, well, I guess she was trying to run away. Anyway, she's like, by the time you read this, I'll be have run away with crew. Here's what happened. I was actually a normal lady. And I loved you and I loved our children. And then one of our children died of uh, anaphylactic shock. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is what happened in the memoir version as well. But then the other child actually did accidentally boat (laughs) drown. In the memoir, she says, I drowned the other twin because I was mad that I thought she killed the, gave peanuts to the other one. (laughs) I'm gonna take this away from you.
1: Please. Put me out of my misery. (laughs) I'm gonna translate what Maddie was, was saying to, okay. So to recap, this book is told in two timelines. <laughs> it is told in present day where Loan, the writer, is going to this house and she is going into Verity's office and she's looking at all these notes and she's trying to basically finish Verity's series because Verity's like in a vegetative she state.
0: never does any of that work.
1: <laughs> she does nothing. Maybe, I think she apparently turns in some papers, but we never see them. Yeah. Um, so that's one timeline and the other timeline is this like weird manuscript that we found of Verity being evil and being like I killed my children and I hate everyone that you know takes attention away from me and my husband so in the very like last chapters of these books after they have like killed Verity um (laughs) uh she gets these letters from the son that the son like finds in the floorboards and was like mommy told me not to tell you and she reads them and the letter is basically like Many, many weeks ago, um, <laughs> she was like, I had writer's block, and I was meeting with my publicist or my like PR agent, or who's the person that controls books? Editors. <laughs> I was meeting with my editor, and my editor uh, was trying to help me through some writer's block, and she brought up this concept of antagonistic journaling, where...
0: Which, is this a real thing?
1: I don't know. I haven't looked this up. I didn't either. I know that there's, like, some exercises that you can do or like you take an entry like you take like a an entry that you've written and then you write it in different styles and that's supposed oh, yeah. to kinda help you, you know, shake up some creative juices. I don't know.
0: But I'd recommend if you're doing it, um,
1: tell your husband first. Well, yeah. <laughs> you would think that you would share this. So if he ever finds it or you're like, warning, Jeremy, this is all fake. And loophole was <laughs> that he was actually at
0: this dinner. He didn't even need to be at the dinner in the <laughs> But for some reason, he was at this dinner, and then he just wasn't paying attention oh, I didn't during even this catch whole that. exchange. <laughs> she says, "You were there, but you were kind of looking at your phone." She has like, something against people
1: that are on their phones too much.
0: <laughs> That's the
1: connection I'm, like, I'm making.
0: Uh, that was awfully convenient
1: that he didn't hear the whole plan for you to write this. And then, okay. Right. A small detail. He didn't need to be at the dinner.
0: Yeah. Like, poor writing. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. You're so much more cogent than what I was doing.
1: <laughs> um, yours is more fun. Hmm. Uh, but so the baby child, true, gives her the letters. and the Or gives whatever the letters. And the letters are basically like, from Verity confessing saying hey I did this like exercise that my editor told me to do where basically I write journal entries but I write them as angry as I possibly can even if I don't actually believe any of these things and like that's the letter that you or those are the pages that you saw and like none of of the stuff in there is true but you wouldn't listen to me when you found them and then you tried to choke me and I faked being dead and then you thought I was dead and you faked a car crash um but then I continued to fake being dead. Well, she
0: was not dead, but...
1: Or comatose. Yeah. yeah. It was, like,
0: kind of, kind of unclear, actually, what exactly her condition is. Because they're, like, she's paralyzed, but she still has,
1: like, you know... I think it was suggested that she's in, like, a vegetative state, or that's, yeah. like, what she was trying to fake. But my biggest question from all of this is, like... They took her to the hospital because they like found her yeah, in this they have, car like, crash an EKG machine. Wow, well, how would you fake the scans? Like, it's not like a doctor is gonna look at you and be like, "She looks kind of like a veggie." <laughs> <laughs> they would confirm that. They right doctors in Vermont. <laughs> Probably like the one doctor down the street named Earl who has like a stethoscope <laughs> and that's it. So <laughs> the crazy thing too is that.
0: I was like, oh, surely a twist is going to be that... Okay, so he, he tried to kill her. It didn't work. And then he wanted... I thought he was going to want Lowen to find the the memoir so that he would then have a reason to, like, actually finish the job. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and, like, kind of a... Like he has an cause compl- Sort of. Or, like, I guess I didn't really... But I was like, oh, how much more interesting would it be if he was, like evil and like actually that would be an interesting twist to me if it turns out like he was actually kind of the asshole the whole time anyway but that that's just me inventing a different book Um, (laughs) anyway so he just was like I'm gonna hide this memoir away they didn't do a very
1: good job. And then <laughs> Loewy found she, it. She found it. Like, yeah, we should point out the fact that when she goes into this office to look at the notes for her like project, on the top. it's like in a box, like <laughs> on the very top. Like, it's not like it's like hidden yeah. in like a drawer that's locked. Like, she opens the first box and it's like on top. Yeah. She's like, what's this?
0: It was very, I was like, huh? He was like, I didn't know there another copy. I was like, you idiot. <laughs> you brought me to look in your office. <laughs> and then, so he pretended to be learning about it for the first time when sh- when Lowen showed it to him. Um, so, I guess he did actually want to kill her.
1: Well, and then the other weird logic question I had was like, Verity... He tries to choke Verity the first time he finds it. She is scared and she fakes sort of being dead, and then he puts her in this car to try to fake her death, but then like finds out that she's like not actually dead. She might just be like quote unquote comatose. And so he brings her back to the house and she continues being fake comatose, but like has enough time to write these letters yes. and not escape. Like Yes, yeah, so and not escape. <laughs> and she seems to be
0: planning to leave with crew. I guess because she, like, knows her husband is capable of murder, but I thought it was a bad idea on her part to talk to crew the whole time. (laughs) The whole time she's talking to the five-year-old. The five-year-old is is very much old enough to be like, mommy was talking to me, and I guess you would probably be like,
1: okay, he's probably making that up, but... um." (laughs) Well, yeah, in the entire book, he's, like, sitting with her and, like, watching his iPad next to her, like... Yes, this child needs therapy. But even with that, I feel like if I had a five-year-old that was sitting next to, like, my vegetative mom, I'd be like, that's going to scar you for life. Like, please get yeah, away. Like, go like, on the other one. No, bone. he
0: needs... It'd be too hard for him to lose his mom. And I'm like, she's already she's gone, gone, baby. She's gone. She's a okay. vessel. <laughs> he's really bad <laughs> at doing anything. <laughs> that's kind of why I was like, oh, I would be more interesting if he was evil, because turns out he's just dumb. And... <laughs>
1: Right, like, Like, I were you almost hoping it was like a misery sort of situation where like he's like keeping her there or something like that. Give me something.
0: I was, I I think, I was, yeah, just disappointed. And then like we, loan is just like, and poor him. And then she's like, I didn't want to tell him I found these letters because I didn't want him to know that he killed an innocent woman. And I'm like, stop
1: protecting this idiot man. Also, like, that's not what love is. (laughs) (laughs) There's an actual line in this like letter to Jeremy that goes, we can't get past two murder attempts, Jeremy. Like a big reason why she doesn't tell him that she's like not dead is she's afraid that he's going to be like, we can make it work. She could just be like, uh, no. You tried to give me twice.
0: <laughs> she has pretty good <laughs> grounds for custody. <laughs> oh, my God. So, that yeah. leads me to what I was trying to get to, and it took about <laughs> an hour. Which is yes. the question that divides fans. Oh, boy. Oh, I think I know what you're going to ask. Is the memoir yeah. true, or are the letters True. Is the memoir true and she wrote the letter to try and be like, I didn't do anything. Or is the memoir an exercise and the letters are like, wait, no. See, okay, the See, this is where it gets hard because I'm like, (sighs) I don't I don't think I can give Colleen Hoover
1: that much credit for it to be like a complex. I will be right. Because like part of like the writer side of me is like, this would be a more interesting story if the letters were fake and it was just her way right. of trying to cover her tracks a she's little so bit. She's such a
0: deep narcissist. Yeah.
1: Cause she's such a deep narcissist and she's like, I want everyone to love me. But if that were the case, there would be no reason for her to continue to fake being comatose for that many months. And like letting the husband that you're so obsessed with get close to this other woman. Like you would think that you would be more
0: protective yeah. over him I was kind of more, I guess I was kind of hoping for her to be actually evil because, like, narratively it's more interesting. And then, like, maybe she was, like, faking the illness as kind of, like, a Munchausen thing. Like, she, Mm. she wanted like Jeremy to be forced to like care for her her whole life and like never be able to leave her. Oh yeah. And then when she saw I was I what I was like getting the vibe of is that like she's jealous of Lowen and is like keeps like moving from her chair or whatever
1: cuz she wants to kill Lowen. That would be more interesting to me. Right. right. Or try to make Lowen look crazy. Right. By which starts to yeah. happen a little bit towards the end of the book like Lowen starts to Suspect like see verity around the house, yeah. and then like she'll try to tell Jeremy, and Jeremy's like, no, you're crazy. She can't move. She doesn't handle it very well. I will say,
0: Lauren will just like walk up to this maybe comatose woman or not comatose, you know, vegetative state woman, and be like you bitch, and then she'll <laughs> pee or whatever. But like, <laughs> like maybe that's not
1: the r- approach. <laughs> what would be a better approach, though? You know, call the cops. <laughs> Well, and Say, the I, can we get a up. real
0: doctor in here with a real
1: <laughs> MRI <laughs> machine? I mean, like, Earl is busy this weekend. <laughs> we cannot find anyone else available.
0: Oh, man. But that's my
1: answer. Wow. Wait, oh. so what, what was your answer? <laughs> my answer was that I think, unfortunately, uh, the letters are true. Yes. But I wish they weren't. I wish yep. they were this narcissistic invention yeah um, more interesting more because like gone girl style you know yeah especially because like Colleen sort of planted all these clues that Verity could be a narcissist all throughout the book mm-hmm. and so it would almost make more sense for that to happen but I don't yeah, know. this is another shout out
0: to my best friend Shannon um other it's a tear not a person um other best friend um, <laughs> But uh she was saying I think she's kind of on the same team of like probably probably Colleen Hoover wrote the simplest explanation, which is that the the memoir was fake and the letters were real. Um but she was like well, no wait, that's not what Shannon said. I don't wanna misrepresent. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry <laughs> Shannon's not
0: Shannon what Shannon said. And Maddie's on our third she class. Was saying, <laughs> I don't think anyone would write that. As an exercise, because it's an unhinged. <laughs> so if you wrote well, all that, maybe you actually are crazy. Well, okay, counterpoint, counterpoint. <laughs> so I know that's not how fiction works, but I'm like, if you're, it's definitely not a healthy way to deal with grief. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> counterpoint. I was gonna say, and this is maybe slightly. You think different. it's a good idea? Your child dies, and you write about no, maybe no. I murdered them. No, that's a terrible idea. If way I did it, it O.J. style. <laughs> no, but I do think. I have had so my therapist in the past when I'm like trying to unpack like family trauma Mm -hmm. has uh, had me do an exercise where she basically is like write a letter to this person that is causing you grief. Mm -hmm. And like you can say whatever you want. It can be as mean as you want. It can like call them names. It can do whatever as sort of a way to just purge what all of these negative feelings that you have inside Mm -hmm. of you. I feel like that is, like, there's the the nugget of an idea there. Yeah. But I think she took it, and she took it way too far. Yeah. Uh, like, Colleen, like, ran with it to the <laughs> other side of the world. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really would not recommend, if your child died, being like, here's...
1: <laughs> no, maybe, like, go to actual therapy. Yeah. Don't try to get it out through writing. <sighs> is that okay. your decompression side? Yeah. <laughs> I just had a really hard time getting to the... <laughs>
0: It was hard to explain. (laughs) And then the whole time I was like, why am I explaining it? People can just read the book. It's
1: okay. You don't need to cry. Okay. It's okay. I'm here. Oh, my
0: God. What do you think they're going to name the baby? Because
1: they already have so many terrible names. Well, okay. So, if we're following the logic, right? Crew was named Crew because they had sex in a canoe. (laughs) (laughs) So, they... I guess it depends on when this baby was conceived. Was it the moment that she curls her legs up and lets the cum fall back into her? (laughs) Because that happened on a couch. So I feel like cushion. Oh, I thought that was on the bed. Was it in their bed? It was in their bed. Yeah, you're right. So, Woody. Because she bites the headboard. Also, they really
0: kind of tease, going back to the headboard,
1: um,
0: they're like, you kind of see that when she first arrives, she's like, the master bed has like bite marks on the headboard you know you assume they must have been having crazy sex or something <laughs> um turns out they were just kind of having regular sex but she was biting the headboard again i already said that but i just think it's misleading
1: and <laughs> it misle- also she was just kind of
0: masturbating and then biting the
1: headboard well i was gonna say it's misleading also because <laughs> it makes us think that jeremy is good at sex which where in reality the reason she bites the headboard is he's like she's sitting on his face and he's eating her out. And she is so blown away that she has to bite the headboard, which just feels unrealistic. Like, yeah. there is no amount of eating out that is that good. And I don't want to be corrected. <laughs> so, like, don't try to tell me otherwise. I'd love for someone to <laughs> correct me. But, <laughs> but yeah. anyways, anyway. going back to the headboard, that is one side note. Actually interesting thing that I found about this book mm-hmm. is there is a brief split second when she... They're having sex, Loan and, and Jeremy, mm-hmm. and she sees the headboard marks, and she's like, "Huh?" And she like bites down on the headboard in the same place that Verity once bit down. And for a second, I was like, "Oh, is Loan, like turning into Verity?"
0: I thought again, we're giving her too much credit because that is such a like, ooh, interesting, twisted yeah. idea, like. You know, that feels very, like, I don't know. Like she's trying to supplant her. Very, yeah, like our slowly, she you know, kind of like picture of Dorian Gray style. I don't know. She slowly becomes <laughs> this, like, rotted version of herself. But, <laughs> no. She just kind of wanted to see <laughs> she if just... her teeth fit. And, and they do. They do. She didn't chip no any. Teeth. This is why bite mark evidence is not scientific
1: (laughs) (laughs) because you can just put your bite marks over someone else's bite marks it's like when you're walking on a beach and you just walk over someone else's footprints yeah or like the Jesus thing the Jesus thing (laughs) I was gonna say the Jesus thing (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what it is with the footprints but it's like he's there it's when you're walking and there's only (laughs) one set of footprints but oh no but there's no there's two sets two sets but there's no guy but there's no Jesus (laughs) it's because he's there in spirit (laughs) yeah he's a spirit he's a ghost <laughs> he's a spirit he's a ghost I'm not that <laughs> <Yeah. innocent>. okay
0: <laughs> that's it <laughs> this book has been so painful uh, we didn't really talk about that controversy other controversy surrounding Colleen Hoover which maybe we should get to um, there's two that I have in mind me too okay one is so I think her biggest book right now is It Ends With Us uh huh which is, I guess, more of a romance, but it sounds like it has a lot
1: of domestic violence in it. Isn't it a woman that suffered from domestic violence and then basically fought her way out of it? I have no idea. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's the one that they have cast Blake Lively in. Mm. And then some other hot man.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds like she just kind of, it's like, has a lot of, you know developed masculinity and, like, excuse uh, abuse and whatever. Um, But then she released a coloring book Mm -hmm. based on it, (laughs) which was then
1: bold. Because she didn't realize that um, that kind of story isn't appropriate for a coloring Uh -uh. book. To be fair, in her smallest defense... Um, just because I watched a TikTok that she made. She's very active on TikTok. (laughs) Hi, Colleen. Um, She did a TikTok where she goes back to, like, one of her old houses. Apparently, her mom was also a victim of domestic abuse. Um. And so the book is, like, very much inspired by her mom's journey and trying to get out of domestic abuse. So the whole reason the coloring book was made was, I think she was trying to, like, showcase the strength that Mm. the character had Mm -hmm. through these, like, coloring book pictures. But that said, like... Even if you're focusing on the positive elements, like if there was a book about nine eleven and <laughs> it showed the firefighters like pulling people out of the building, that is still not an appropriate subject matter for yeah. a coloring book, which she apparently realized, which is good.
0: I did buy Jen a coloring book of the Titanic. That's...
1: I don't <laughs> want to say that's different.
0: I don't know. It probably isn't. But... But I also had a World War One coloring book.
1: There's got to be a line somewhere. I just don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. There's
0: all the people dying of (laughs) poison gas, gas, mustard gas, or whatever. Mustard gas. I don't
1: remember what kind of gas. (laughs) Ketchup gas. That's
0: real gas. It's bad. Sure. Don't don't fuck around and find out. (laughs) And then the other one is her son. Yes. Yeah.
1: Who maybe like. I couldn't quite track the scandal for her son, but I think it yeah. was something like he sent a dick pic to someone he shouldn't have. Like harassed a minor in some yeah. way. Yeah, and she talked to him about it, and they moved on.
0: Yeah, it just seems like she may have been aware
1: of the problem and not addressed it at first. It was something like the girl had reached out to her, and she, mm. quote unquote, didn't see the message, and then the girl was like, hey, I sent you a message and you didn't reply to it, and then she was like, oh, lolz, didn't see it, Sorry. Yeah, it and that like was a tough that situation. That was
0: it. Um, yeah, and then I guess the other kind of general controversy around her is that, like, she writes this subject matter, and they're kind of not marketed as such. They're kind of marketed to a general romance audience and maybe a younger female audience, and it doesn't really, ha- like... Um, you know, there's kind of no disclaimer that's like, hey, this is ba- a bad
1: relationship right. this dynamic. Is, this is unhealthy. Right. Um, Do we want to move on to the reviews? Yeah. Because let me tell you, these were my absolute favorite. Oh. Out of all the books we've done, yeah. these were some of my favorite ones that I found. So I oh, I have a few batches, and I've done a surprise batch. Okay. Which is instead of um, one-star <laughs> reviews, it was five-star reviews because some of them I just thought it was crazy. When I was looking at the statistics for this book, there were nearly one million five-star reviews for this book on Goodreads and 20,000 one-star reviews. Wow, that is a a good ratio. Which is a crazy ratio, and so I wanted to showcase some of those. Review, this is the first batch. Okay. I didn't include names for these batches.
0: Yeah, I kind of stopped doing that. I got tired of
1: it. I got bored. Not bored. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, review number one. Jeremy had the personality of a wet cardboard box. (laughs) Legit. How did anyone fall in love with this man when he said slash did nothing of substance? This is what they call (laughs) dickmatized. That was number one. It was his realty expertise. Yes. Review number two. Okay, this wasn't so bad. No, uh, okay, I've stewed about it now for a while. And the more I think about it, the more I hate it. (laughs) Absolute lies. The hype is not real at all for this. The dang chartreuse eyes right off the bat almost made me stop because, (laughs) yuck, (laughs) Jeremy has some sickly green eyes. I mean, like, what is he, Voldemort? All I could think about was Loan falling for some booger-eyed man. Ew. Okay. This is review number three. I felt sad and emotionless while reading this. Well, admittedly, that might be because I'm not doing too well this week. I won't spoil it for you. Hint: There's been a death and a pet illness. But I'm not interested in much of anything right now. Lamau, we'll try to give this another read when I'm loving life again. Who knows when that will be? Exclamation point! Oh my God. A pet illness? Mm. I'm gonna. This is a
0: hard one, but I think you did. Um, chartreuse eyes. I
1: didn't. You did it. I did the sad one. Oh man! Chartreuse eyes was real. Oh, that was a good one. All right. Here's the second batch. Okay. Number one. This book has more holes than Stanley Yelnats's plot at Camp Green Lake. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Lowen forgiving slash justifying mm-hmm. Jeremy's double murder attempts was brutal. Come mm-hmm. on, not during Women's History Month. <laughs> two. And number three. <laughs> Netflix has this TV show where they bring together a bunch of hot people and then Hmm. tell them they can't fuck or else they won't win the prize money. And all of them immediately start hyperventilating as if they would die if they can't have sex for one week. It's ridiculous. And I've watched an entire season because it's so entertaining. And it's exactly what reading this book feels like. It's so goddamn stupid, but it's also very funny. And I couldn't put it down. This is hard. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I've also watched the whole season of that show i want to say that is what you did because you just mentioned too hot to handle and also didn't know the name but then the holes one i'm like you either pick that specifically for me or you wrote it for me i do know you like holes and then we all agree that uh jeremy should not have been let off scot free but i'm gonna go ahead and say the third one is you You were wrong. Oh,
1: you really got me this time. I did do the Camp Green Lake one. I should have known. All right, here's the last bad one, and then I have one good one. I'll always fall for holes. I know. I knew I would catch you. Okay, last one. Well, last bad one. Okay. Number one. Some people desperately need Jesus, and Colleen Hoover is one of them. (laughs) Number two. Want to read a good book? Go find some Toni Morrison or Herman Melville or Colson Whitehead. You'll save a few brain cells and at least $9.99. And then the last one. I've just finished Verity by Colleen Hoover and wish it were possible to open up my skull, take out my brain and dip it in disinfectant. It's such horrible, nasty trash that I feel a bit dirty for spending my hard-earned money on something so unpleasant.
0: This is hard. (laughs) I'm
1: going to go with gut and say the third one.
0: No! I was wrong! The whole I got three you time. every time! Oh. I was number
1: two. Save your money. Oh. Wow. So those how many are... Herman Melville books are there besides? Maddie. I don't what know. A... I don't know a single Herman Melville book. I just looked up good authors. <laughs> came up. Oh, so man. those are the bad ones. Here's my one good one. So okay. these are all God. good five star reviews. You're such a good writer. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Hey, Number one (sighs) This shit was brilliant IDK how to comprehend this Like was everyone a victim or a villain? Am I team manuscripts or letters? I don't fucking know TBH only crew can set us free Who knows the (laughs) truth? (laughs) I don't get disturbed easily But this shook me to my core I could feel it in my bones I don't even know how to function and move on with my life I'm a changed woman (laughs) It's (laughs) It's okay <laughs> This is number two Why read Verity when you can just pull out a Ouija board and summon a <laughs> demon from hell I'm sure it'll have the same effect I finished this book feeling completely sapped of life As if I'd been bleeding freely for the past few hours instead of simply reading <sighs> That ending, what the hell If I could shake my head to dissolve the memory of it To disarrange it somehow, I would Disarrange <laughs> Because all of the things I've braced myself for that was not it. Verity is not at all what I expected. And I think it's all the better for it. Wow. And here's the last one. Add me to the DNR list after reading this book because there's no coming back from this. A twisty, sultry, unputdownable tale with an ending that short-circuited my brain. It's got a bite to it. And I'm not just talking about the headboard. Oh a my winky god. Emoji. For the love of God, read this what-the-hell-inducing bombshell
0: this is so hard because these are all written with such a similar style you're (laughs) a master of prose Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: you wrote the first one
0: you're wrong again did you write the third one yeah
1: i I was proud of myself for the dnr comment it was really good and the the headboard Oh my god. And that's not that, my friends. Oh wow, you
0: fooled me four. That's four never happened. I think that is
1: a first. That's a first. Wow. I usually you catch me.
0: I I mean usually you catch me. Wow. Well, well I guess that brings us to picking our next book. We need drums. Okay, I'm getting okay. out my wheel. Um spinning.
1: Four. What is it? We've read this. It's. I'm glad my mom died. Oh, by that's Jeanette such McCurdy. a good book. Should we talk
0: about it? We could talk about it. I have read it. I have read it too, and it was really good. I almost don't
1: want to talk about it because it is so good. Because it's so good, and then we can't rest it.
0: Yeah, but I guess I don't know what if people is are listening to this or what they're coming here for. But I guess we did promise to read bestsellers, we so did. we could actually read the books that are actually good. That are this actually is a great book.
1: <laughs> you know what? Why don't we do it? Because I feel
0: like there's a lot to talk about, and it still yeah. sticks with me. And I'll, I'll listen again. Yeah. And yeah. I, I still have it.
1: Okay. All right, Jeanette.
0: This has been bestsellers. <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Tyler. And oh, uh, I forgot. We're where's your clink? glass? Are you going to
1: clink your... Oh. <laughs>
0: What a nice sound. What a nice sound. I talked into the water bottle instead of the mic. Give a final sip. Give a final
1: sip.
0: (laughs) Bye. 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 (laughs)